Hey there, it's me, Dawn Renee, from Beautifully Broken with Dawn Renee. But then you knew that, didn't you? I wanted to welcome you and thank you for joining me for season two of this lovely journey. In this season, we're exploring self-care, becoming more self-aware, things that we can do like meditation and Reiki and um, uh, what is it? Chakra alignments and intuition and thankfulness and so many different things you can do that are self-care that you don't even think of as self-care. Things that make you feel good. Things that remind you that you're a good person. Things that lighten your heart and bring you joy. And in this season two, we're going to have a series that's called Faces of Joy and Pain. And it's people who have found ways to provide self-care and find, as one said, little snippets of joy throughout the day, every day, even in the midst of family issues and physical trials and emotional and mental yuck, you can find ways to find a little bit of joy and happiness and peace in your day in your life. And you'd be surprised at how many of these people that I'm going to have my conversations with will tell you the same thing I will, that it grows and it becomes so much more than just a few minutes of hiding from the children or getting yourself together or quieting the thoughts running through your mind. It becomes a way of dealing with everything gaining control of you and your thoughts and being able to step back into whatever you're dealing with, with more confidence and more self-esteem than you had before. It's crazy. But when you do self-care and you become self-aware, it is amazing how that flows out to others and you become aware of your surroundings and the people in it and you're able to do more for them because you're doing more for you first. So I know I went off on a tangent, but this season two is something that's really close to me, to my heart and really means a lot to me because it's what I've been doing for the last year. It's what I've been working through with my health issues and mental, emotional, and physical strife that it's caused. Finding yourself time after time in a place you never thought you'd ever be in can break you down or it can build you up. And I am finding ways to build myself up and in so doing, build others and bring them on the journey with me so that we can all be healthier and happier together. I can't wait to you, for you to join me for season two. Here comes another great episode. Enjoy. Welcome to Beautifully Broken with Dawn Renee. I'm your host, Dawn Renee Hanlon, and I'm so glad that you've joined me today. We've been discussing, or I've been discussing, <clears throat> self-care and being more self-aware. But I want people to understand that that doesn't mean you're happy all the time. That's impossible. I don't care who you are. You cannot be happy every minute of every day. It's just not 
humanly possible. And the last time I looked, um, we're pretty much all humans, unless there's some aliens hiding in our population that I'm not aware of. We cannot be happy all of the time. Even children get cranky and irritable. And look, they've got great lives, right? So I joke around a little bit, and that's kind of my way of deflecting. Um, I have a dark sense of humor. I have a skewed sense of humor. But that's what I use as my protection. We all have ways of coping and dealing with uncomfortable situations. Um, In one of my Facebook groups the other day, someone had said they're an introvert and they want to get out and meet people. Um, And they don't know how because their late spouse was the buffer. Well, I get that. That's exactly what it was like for me. I am an introvert. I know. I know. Don't laugh. It's true. Um, But when I had my late husband there as my buffer, I could hide behind him in a way in his weird dad jokes and goofiness and feel comfortable in being uncomfortable, if that makes any sense at all. But what happens when that person is gone or you don't have that person, you never did, and you're put in positions where you're uncomfortable, what do you do? Well, me, I tend to get either silly and joke around, um, which people love and they laugh and it's great, and then I pretend I'm someone else. And that's what I do most of the time in social settings. I pretend I'm someone else, someone fun, someone that people like, someone popular, someone who fits in. Because I never quite feel like I fit in anywhere. Not in school, not in my jobs. I always feel like an outsider. Why? Not really sure. Maybe it's part of the anxiety uh, issues that I have. Maybe it's because um, I've suffered with depression for so many years. And that leads me to today's topic, depression, anxiety disorders, ADHD, bipolar. We have all of these words that are floating around in our social atmosphere, right? But we still don't really talk about them, do we? We still don't admit if we have that. If we have any of them, all of them, some of them, we don't talk about it. It's not socially accepted. We talk about so many other things and it's socially acceptable. People talk about their sex lives and that's okay. But heaven forbid if you say that you spent yesterday in bed watching sad movies that made you cry all day because you were so sad and you just needed a reason to cry. Because that's what people do. That's what people with depression do. We're going to cry anyway. But if we put on a movie and then cry, it makes us feel like, we're normal because the sad movie made us cry. Gives us an excuse if someone pops their head in the door or 
calls you and you answer the phone and they say, are you crying? And you say, oh, I'm watching Dear John and it makes me cry. Right. Um, because we're not allowed to admit that I've been feeling down and frustrated and less than and unworthy and like a failure in my own life. In the in the play, in the movie that I'm scripting, I am failing. We can't say that, can we? Or can we? Should we? Why don't we? So I challenge everyone listening. If you feel less than, if you suffer from anxiety, from bipolar, ADHD, depression, paranoia, anything, any of those mental illnesses that create vast fluctuations from day to day, sometimes from minute to minute in how you feel, own it. You know why? Because you're not alone. I struggled with anorexia for years. And here's a little thing that very few people know, but I'm going to clue you all in. I tried to commit suicide a long, long time ago because I thought that I was not worthy of being here on earth. I thought that I would do a service to more people if I wasn't here. How messed up is that? How wrong thinking is that? Luckily, someone knew what was happening. Someone saw my pain and intervened. And someone saw my pain after my husband died and the despair and the pit that I was falling into, that 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 rabbit hole where you just start the downward spiral and you just can't claw your way out on your own. Someone saw that then and reached out to me and gave me hope and helped me to find my nootropic coffee, which helps with depression and anxiety and panic and helps to balance those hormones that help to be able to manage them. They don't it doesn't cure it, but it makes it manageable. And it made me able to see just how far down that rabbit hole I had gone. And it made me able to see the signs so that when it happens, I can head it off or at least be ready. We can't all be happy all the time. I'm a positive person. I have survived things that nobody on earth should ever have to go through. I have persevered. I have triumphed over adversity. I have tried to live my life the way that people should, caring for others, being nurturing and healing, being a ray of sunshine. I mean, my name is Dawn. So, I mean, isn't that what I'm supposed to do? Um, and naturally, I am that way. That is, my, that is my calling. That is my true personality. But I hide it. 
I've been hiding it for so long that I forgot how to be me for longer than I can even remember. I was afraid to be me. I was afraid people wouldn't like me. I was afraid I would be too much. I was told once that my personality was just too much. My, my intelligence was too much. I mean, who tells someone that being smart is bad? When I was in school, being smart was bad. If you were the straight A student, then you were the egghead, you were the nerd. And I was that, that's what I was. But I was also a jock. I played soccer. I was in the band, so I was a band geek. You, know, I was in the National Honor Society. I did all of these extra things to try to fit into all these different places because I so desperately wanted to be accepted. I would change the way I talked around different people. When I was with the one group of people, I would talk in a different way and use different types of language than with another group. Um, it, you know, instead of saying uh, something is inordinately difficult, I would say it's effing hard um, because they didn't understand what it or inordinately meant um, or sublime or any of these other words that I use on a regular basis. My vocabulary is large because I read a lot as a child because books were my escape. Music was my escape. And I soaked up every bit of information, needless, silly things, because that's what I did and felt comfortable. That's when I could be myself and I could learn about mitochondria at the age of 10 and I could read books in the library encyclopedias because that's when we had libraries with encyclopedias instead of a phone with, you know, Wikipedia and Google. And I, I would read something that I didn't understand in a book. So I would make a note of it when I went to the library to get more books, I would go to the encyclopedias and I would look it up and I would look up books about that subject and read those books. And some of them were textbooks. Some of them were scientific essays, but that's what I did to learn because that's what I enjoy doing, learning. But it made me weird to the other kids. And somehow what the other people thought really mattered to me. Now, not so much. Now, I'm me. And I don't know how to be anyone but me. I don't know how to live someone else's life. And finally, at the age of 56, I'm okay with being weird. I'm okay that some days I sit in bed and cry. I'm okay that life is not how I wanted it to be. That this is not the life I expected to be living. I'm okay with all of that. Because it's part of my journey, my story. And as my story unfolds, a lot of it's as a surprise to me as it is to everyone else. I don't know how this story will end. And I'm trying to write it in a way that helps others. And I hope that by telling you that 
it's okay to not be okay. That yesterday, I don't even remember if I ate all day because what I do remember of yesterday is crying in bed, watching sappy movies all day because that was the most energy and the best that I could do. And you know what? That's friggin' okay too. I did the best I could. And I knew that it would be all right that if I just gave myself the grace to have that day of feeling less than, unworthy, not, not a part of anything, that I would be able to get up today and be motivated to do better than yesterday. And I am. Here I am telling you all the truth about what life is like when you have mental illnesses, right? And that's what they are. It doesn't matter what degree it is. If it's just a little bit now and then, and this is not just being sad occasionally, this is debilitating depression. And it doesn't happen often, but when it does, I have to remind myself that I just need to give myself grace and downtime. And when I get anxious and my mind is racing a thousand miles a minute with all the thoughts that I can't contain, it's okay to stop, take some deep breaths and do some meditation and let it quiet and let them just zoom their self right on out. And that I'm not crazy. I'm normal. I'm as normal as everyone else because we all have at some point in life experienced these things, these feelings. And we're not alone. If we can talk about people's sex lives on reality TV, if we can talk about things that nobody needs to know about personal lives of stars um, and, you know, famous people on TMZ and Twitter and all these other things, social media, then why can't we talk about things that affect us all? Why can't we have the real conversations with the people we love and who love us and be able to say, I'm not okay? Well, guess what? Let's start the conversation right now. Yesterday, I was not okay. Yesterday, I would have loved to have someone to hug me and kiss my forehead and tell me everything was going to be okay. But I didn't have anyone to do that for me, so I had to do it for myself by giving myself grace. But here's the thing. If I couldn't do that, if I knew that I didn't have the space and the strength to be able to do that for myself, I knew that I could reach out to someone and they would be there for me. And that's what I'm telling all of you today. If you know that doing it on your own isn't going to work, reach out. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram. I answer those Facebook messenger phone calls. Even when it's people I don't know, 
I answer them. Because if someone's reaching out to me, then I applaud them and I want to be there for them, for seeing their value. And that's what reaching out is. It's acknowledging that you have value and you are worthy and someone needs to help you to keep valuing yourself and get you through that minute, that 10 minutes, that day, however long that period is for you of not being okay. Reach out and know that you've got people there who will help you through. And if you have the need for professional help, guess what? You have friends who will help you get it. You can call the suicide hotline. You can call the veterans hotline. You can call a friend and they can get you to where you need to be. Because it's time that we stop hiding our sadness and just showing all the happy because we cannot be happy every minute of every day. And even me, I'm happy most of the time. I know my value. I know that I have lived this life and gone through the struggles and turmoil that I have so that I can help others get through theirs. I've learned lessons that I know other people need to learn. And I'd rather they hear it from me than have to try to do it themselves because that's really hard doing it through yourself, learning it the hard way. If I can help someone in any way at all, then everything I've been through is worth it for just one person. Everything I've been through is okay. Yesterday, I might not have said that, but today and basically every day of the week, I will tell you that. But every now and then you get a day and it's okay to take a day, a mental health day, a love yourself day, a be kind and gentle to yourself day. So conversation is here and now. We should talk about it. We should understand that whatever you're going through, you're not alone. Being sad happens. Having anxiety and panic attacks happen. Having ADD and being bipolar with manic and depressive episodes happen. To so many other people, it's not just you. And remember, if you're struggling, please reach out. And if you know someone who's struggling, please reach out. That's my truth on this Tuesday. Sometimes I just need to lay in bed and watch sad TV shows, movies that I love, but that pull at my heartstrings and make me cry. Sometimes we just need a good cry. Sometimes we just need to hug and love on ourselves. And that was me yesterday. But it's me today hugging and loving on you and sending you my strength because we're all in this together and we can only get through it if we do it together. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with me on this journey. Thank you for giving me 
a safe space to tell my truth and know that I won't be looked down on, thought less of, that I do fit in to this crazy world, just like all of you do. I do belong. I do have a tribe. And for that, I am so very grateful. Until next time, please stay safe. Take care of you. If you don't, who will? Thank you for listening to today's episode of Beautifully Broken with Dawn Renee, the podcast. I'm so glad you've been joining me on this journey and that of my friends I've had conversations with along the way. If you are struggling, I need you to make sure that you reach out to someone that you can trust. And if you know someone who's struggling, especially here during the holidays, please reach out to someone and let them know you care. Please please. And remember, the suicide hotline is open 24-7. If you're a vet and you're struggling with PTSD, depression, anything, please reach out to the VA nearest you. And as always, I'm sending my light and love to all of you, my dear, beautifully broken tribe. You can find me here on Tuesdays and Thursdays for the regularly scheduled podcasts. You can find me on the Beautifully Broken with Dawn Renee podcast, uh, podcast Facebook group just by looking it up and asking to join. I add extra content in there throughout the week, and I hope that the people um, that you refer this podcast to will join me there as well as you. And as always, Instagram, Dawn Renee underscore H and Facebook, Facebook at Dawn Hanlon or color me everything. You can find my website where everything I love comes together at colormeeverything.com. Have a great day and please share, comment, like, tell your friends about the podcast if you like it. And please be sure to let me know what you like because my entire purpose is to help you get through whatever it is you're dealing with today. Again, thank you for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon.